right, here we go. Another week is coming, gone, or week is in. We're in. We're in for another week. Thanksgiving week, week eleven. I said Thanksgiving is this Thursday. We have a lot on this look back on uh, Wednesday. We have four games to preview for the first time because there's also a Black Friday game for for the first time. But obviously, a lot to get into. Now, before we get to um, to the games today, we do have some sad news and some bad news for Bengals fans. And once again, my big mouth caused a lot of trouble. On, this, on the game against the Ravens and the Bengals, Joe Burrow sadly suffered an injury that has turned out to be season-ender. Uh, first, they thought it was a sprained wrist, but then it was turned out it was fractured on a MRI on Friday. So his season is officially done, and that pretty much ends the Bengals for all intents and purposes this year. I mean, some, they, could, they could still be a threat, but at the end of the day, without their franchise quarterback, like I said, in this league, Without franchise quarterback, you ain't going far. And that team is is obviously built for Joe Burrow, and he's not around anymore. So, your thoughts on this? Yeah, well, obviously, um, it's 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 bad for their season. Um, you know, you know, Burrow. You look at Burrow. Obviously, he's an elite quarterback in this league, and their backup quarterback, they they, they got nothing. And what to make things even worse. We're already past the trade deadline. They can't trade for someone. And uh, when you're talking about free agent quarterbacks, there's not anything out there, man, unless they can get Tom Brady to come back out of retirement. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing. And it's kind of funny. I I was thinking, man, I wonder what Wentz is thinking right now because a week ago he just signed with the Rams, and uh, now all of a sudden a potential opportunity opens up as as for a starting job. And, now he can't go, and he'd be actually surrounded with good talent, too. Well, I mean, it's still a possibility. I mean, in this league, you know. Well, unless the Rams you know, cut him, he's not going anywhere. He's on a team already. Yeah, but reports to Stafford is coming back. And at the end of the day, if he's coming back and they think that he, they'll use him, that he, they can release him. Remember, you know this this league, contracts are meant to be broken. So Yeah, but I go. doubt it. And, and he could join the Bengals and help them, but at this point, yeah, it's, it it doesn't look good for the Bengals. They they're in a bad position. Jake Browning is nobody special. He got sacked worse than worse than uh than, than uh, David Carr from what <laughs> I saw on on Thursday. It's just it's really a shame because I really like like I said. I mean, I'm not the of course we're not Bengals fans personally, but I do respect Joe Burra. He's one of the best quarterbacks in this league, and him being gone is. To shame, so yeah, but you know but, that division that was the best division in football just a week ago, and now, and now they lost both their quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, they lost uh, the Sean Watson and now Burrow. So it's a uh, it could be a battle of attrition there. And historic history says that can uh, can Lamar Jackson finish? He hasn't finished the last two seasons, and then obviously uh, their other core, the other quarterback. Um, Kenny Pickett has struggled with injuries at times throughout the year, but hasn't missed a game yet. So, like I said, we'll see what happens. Could be a foul patrician who wins this division if, if it has to become that. So, hopefully not. So, yeah. Well, it also all makes right. just things interesting now in the AFC because, you know, um, you obviously got the Chiefs and the Ravens are the top two teams, but they're question, there's, there's question marks surrounding them, man. Like you said, Lamar Jackson has, has been injured. He, he's finished the season on IR. 
last two years. And when he makes the playoffs, he's he's come up small, you know. And then the Chiefs have question marks. I mean, they got Mahomes, but that offense isn't humming. You know, they, no. so this could be a wide open conference, man. The, the Bills all of a sudden, we thought they're we, you you mark you marked them down and out. They might not be out of it yet, man. If they can turn the seat the offense around, um, they've already blown out the the Dolphins. You know, if they can turn their season around, they could make a run. Then you got a team like the Texans. I mean, imagine if CJ Stroud really keeps playing at this level, they could be a contender. Yeah, but history says that you know. Yeah, it's possible the Bills can get back into it, but they have to turn it around themselves. Yeah. And, then, and even though the Texans are a fun story, and they probably will make the playoffs now, potentially as a wild card, remember, no rookie quarterback ever, it's a myth in the NFL, has ever led his team to a champion, to a Super Bowl. So yeah. I, could see, I could see some of these scenarios coming out, but still a lot to desire at this rate. So Yeah, I mean, no, one, no rookie quarterback has, has led their team to the Super Bowl, obviously, but... You know, it has happened where they've at least taken him to the conference championship game. You know, we saw it last year with Brock Purdy. We saw it with uh, Roethlisberger back in the day. I want to say somebody else did it, and I can't remember who. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you it, the conference championship, but no further than that. But no further than that. Yeah, but once you get to that point, it's just a matter of winning or losing one game, you know. It, it could go anyway, yeah. anyway when you have a decent team. So, All right. Well, let's get to the matchups. We have a couple unanimous choices here. Yeah, one thing with the matchups for today, too, man. Um, um, you know, we, we did our regular picks on Wednesday with the spread, and I had a bunch of games I liked, and I, 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 I'm I kicking myself for picking Washington, you know. So I'm giving you two locks of the week today. Mm. All right. All right, well, I'm not at that point yet where I'm giving you two, two games, but... All right, well, let's start with the obvious choice. The, the Cowboys, once again, are a high, are high, are heavy point favorite. I think this is one of the games John picked. They're in Carolina today, so we should assume that Dallas will destroy the, the Panthers today. Yeah, yeah, I actually have them in the uh, suicide pool that we're doing. I took the Cowboys this week. Yeah. All right, the Bears, Justin Fields returns. He returns from his injury, but they played Detroit. And I said Detroit, you know, trying to get their act together, try to catch up to the Eagles. This could be the week where they can make some some hay in the NFC and and put themselves as a true contender with with the Eagles. So your thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, Detroit should blow them out. Um, and I do have a lot invested in Detroit this year, not just like when we did our preseason picks and I've, I've been talking them up all year, but I, I got I got a bunch of Detroit players on my fantasy teams throughout the leagues, including most, mostly David Montgomery and Amon Ra. I didn't actually get golf except for maybe some best ball leagues, but, but you know, I got, I got Jameer Gibbs. So I, I, I got a lot invested in Detroit, so I need them to come through. I think all they right. Will. So we'll, so we'll start this dance here with uh, an NFC East matchup. You w- you wish it was a great matchup if it was 1986 or 7 when they were actually good, but they're not. Washington hosts the Giants. This is a rematch from earlier in the year where Washington lost to the Giants. But they're a heavy, heavy favorite, a heavy point favorite, even though they lost to the Giants. And the Giants started my boy, straight out of Newark, DeVito, yeah, man, 
tough, tough game, tough game. But he's got to see if he can get his first win, his first win as a starter. But he has a possible chance to do so, even though he's playing against Sam Howe. And obviously that's will be interesting with that tough with an offense that's pretty good. But can the Giants pull off another beat, another win against Washington? Will this be much tougher? Go ahead. Yeah, well, this is one of my picks, like I just said, from our went from Wednesday. So I've kind of talked about this. Um, in reality, I only have so, like stuff to talk about in for six games. I kind of we're getting that time of year where I, I I start skipping over a lot of these garbage games that mean nothing or blowout potential blowouts. So this one's both really I, I guess Washington's in the playoff hunt. They're only a game back. And they, but this should be a blowout, like we said. Yiggy said, Devito's their quarterback. He's the, for the Giants. He's horrible. The Giants are just a complete mess. So I'm expecting a blowout here, and hopefully Washington covers. So final score, going to say 31 to nine. Yeah, these two teams met a few weeks ago, and obviously it was not a fun game for Washington. Like I said Washington for some reason has a habit of playing to their talent or to their uh, to their opponents. And obviously the Giants are not a football team that's, you know, doing good at all. They've been really, really, really bad. But obviously we'll see what Washington can do here. We'll see if they're capable of contending here. Can they can they actually prove that they can still be in the hunt? They have a big matchup they don't want to overlook because they have the Cowboys on Thursday and they don't want to overlook that matchup. But it's not like there's much to look forward to. But I think Washington will bounce back. But I don't expect this to be much of a matchup or or a good matchup. I think, you know, you pick this game, you know, they're nine points. So they'll cover that, you know, somehow. Maybe not. We'll see. Washington wins. And the final score, 20 to 10. Okay. All right. The highest, one of the highest quarterbacks in the league, the rookie, Probably the would-be rookie of the year. And this should be a fun quarterback matchup here. C.J. Stroud playing another great quarterback or another exciting quarterback to watch in Kyler Murray, who just came back from injury last week and had a pretty good, good return. This should be an interesting matchup. Could be one of the funner matchups of the week. Texans and Cardinals should be interesting. At least, at least compared to some quarterbacks, this should be an exciting matchup. From from both from both sides, so go ahead. Yeah, well, um, you know the Cardinals, even all year really with Josh Dobbs and now Murray's back. Murray played really well last week, way way better than I would I expected him to play. Um, but they've been competitive all year, even though they don't have a, a really talented team. Um, going up against Houston, Houston's obviously the better team. We know that we've seen it already this year, but. The Cardinals are are, are going to be t- a tough team to beat. You know, we got the, the Eagles got the Cardinals in what week seventeen, the second last game of the year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I expect a win, but I don't I don't think it's going to be an easy win. And just like and Houston's a good team, but I think it's going to be a tight one here. I think Murray, from what, what I saw last week, I think he'll be decent. I do think that uh, uh, D'Amico Ryan's there, a head coach. He will have a game plan to slow down Murray, and I don't think he's going to be as good as he was last week. But he'll be solid. He'll be solid. They'll be in the game. But in the end, i got to go with C.J. Stroud. The guy's on fire, man. 
he's uh, he's he's the the talk of the league right now. He's looking like possibly the next star quarterback. He's he's leading this team possibly to the playoffs, and I'm going with Houston here. Final score. I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say um, 33 to 26. Yeah, this should be a fun matchup. Obviously, Kyler Murray being back in the lineup for Arizona makes them a, a, a legit threat to win games again. Obviously, as much as I've been critical of Murray in the past, I know when he's motivated, he can be really, really exciting to watch. And he was fun to watch it last week. Like I said, but this is a tougher tougher deal. I mean, Houston obviously been one of the higher teams in recent weeks. And obviously, you look at what C.J. Stroud has done to a lot of contenders. He just beat Joe Burrow and, and the Bengals for whoever that's worth now with, Bank, with Burrow out for the season. But we'll see what happens here today. I think it's going to be a, a battle. But I, I'm going to go with Houston because they're at home. Obviously, this is it'll be interesting to see. But we'll go with the, with the home team here. I think D'Amico Ryans will have a plan. His defense will have a plan, and no final way. So I'm going to go with the Texans and the final score 30-26. to Okay, okay. All right, we stay in the AFC South for the next matchup, and this should be interesting. Obviously, for Jacksonville, they're coming off probably their worst worst loss of the year. And they, and they have to be careful because they're at home, and being – at, into Fall County has hurt them this year. All three of their losses have been at home and, and an average of over 20 points in, in those losses. Tennessee continues to struggle on the road, loses their last nine. Will Levy's get, once again gets another opportunity. We'll see what happens there, even though he's pretty much a full-time star moving forward. But an interesting matchup with these two teams. Jacksonville trying to bounce back and Tennessee trying to break break the losing streak away from Nashville. So, big matchup here in the South, AFC. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't have much for this game, man. Um, I mean, Jacksonville up until last week was looking like a true contender. Obviously, they got blown out. You know, it happens. I, I shouldn't say it happens to everybody, but it really does. Everybody has a bad game. Sometimes it's the results are closer. Sometimes they're not. Um, I mean, we've seen the Niners blow some teams out, and then we've seen them play terrible. So it, it's happened a number, of t- a number of times now. Either way, um, Jacksonville, they, they, they lost last week, but before that they were on a five-game winning streak. And I, I, I still have faith in them. I think Tennessee, they're, they're finished. They're just, they're, their season's over, and I think they're ready to give up. So I'm going with uh, Jacksonville here on a rebound. Final score is going to be 29-16. Well, we'll see what happens here. I mean, obviously, it was a really, it was a really rough, it was a really rough performance last week for Jacksonville and for Trevor Lawrence. It was probably the worst game he's played in a long time. And like I said, they basically got bumrised by by the team you think you think I'm I, I'm afraid of. But let's be honest, 49ers with a right can be that good and. Unfortunately, the Jaguars have felt for that. But the problem with the Jaguars is they're a better road team than they've been a home team this year, and that's critical because if you're if you're looking at trying to get home field advantage, you have to find ways to win at home. You're not going to win on the road 
and get home field advantage. So the problem is that's something they're going to have to think about. But they do have a, a, a favorable matchup here today with uh, with Tennessee. They have struggled on the road this year. They still haven't won. And, you know, Will Levy's still learning, still learning the game, still figuring out things. Still a long way to go in for them. You know, a lot of questions. We had our show on um, Wednesday talking about if Mike Vrabel will even be their head coach moving forward after the season. A lot to be desired there. But at the end of the day, you know, I agree with you. I think Jacksonville will bounce back in a big way. This is a very important matchup. They don't want to fall any further behind than they need to. And with Houston, with Houston, you know, they don't want to lose the division lead because if they lose today and Houston wins, they actually will lose the division lead because of the tiebreaker. So Jacksonville will win. They will bounce back. And the final score, 27 to 13. Okay. Okay. All right, we're going to go to the NFC West, and you know the Rams are coming off of a bye. They have a new, they have a new quarterback in uh, Carson Wentz, but Matt Stafford is back in the lineup today after missing a couple of games or one game, one game plus the bye. Uh, but obviously, a critical matchup for Seattle, who we don't think is as good as we think they are. Some of us didn't put them in our top five list this past week including myself, but we'll see what happens here. I mean, but it's a critical matchup. Then again, if you're Seattle, you're trying to get your ass back together because you did lose to this team opening week. So this is a rematch and a revenge kind of deal. So critical matchup for these two teams as they can, as Seattle tries to at least try to keep up with the 49ers in this division. Um, also, another game not to look ahead because these two, they will play the 49ers on on uh, Thanksgiving night in the nightcap. So big matchup here to look over. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Well, this is a, a battle of two teams that uh, uh, played week one, and they've gone a com- on a completely different trajectory since. Um, obviously, Seattle lost to the Rams back in week one, and, but since that game, they're sitting at – they've been 6-2. and two. Meanwhile, the Rams – They've been two and six since that game, and they're on a three-game losing streak. Uh, they're not so they're not playing well. Like you said, Stafford's expected to play. We'll see how he does. I mean, he had that thumb injury. I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see how healthy he is. If he's healthy, the Rams have a shot. If he's if he can't play, or I shouldn't say if he if he can't play. I, I should say if he can't play effectively, then uh, it's not going to be a pretty game. Um, I with Seattle. You know, I, I'm not a big. I'm not. I don't have much faith in Geno Smith. I've been saying it all along, even last year when he was playing well. He hasn't been as good this year as he was last year, but they're still winning games. But uh, uh, keep an eye on Tyler Lockett today. He has a chance to sort of make some, maybe not make history, but move up in history. He needs three receptions and 27 yards. He'll he'd be he'll be number two in team history in both receptions and yards, right behind Steve Largent. So, I mean, this is a guy that's been playing at a really high level his whole career. Guy that I liked going in that draft, you know. But um, one other matchup I'm really want to keep an eye on here is a battle of two players that didn't play in Week One when these teams met, and that's Cooper Cup going up against uh, Devin Witherspoon, the rookie. Um, Obviously, we know Cup 
when he's healthy, is an elite receiver. But Devin Witherspoon, man, guy I really talked up in the before the draft. That this guy was my pick for when we did our uh, award picks for rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Um, you know, he's played at a really high level, and if it wasn't for how good Jalen Carter has played, Devin Witherspoon would be the favorite for rookie of the year. But Jalen Carter's just been so good that as good as Witherspoon has been, Carter's been that much better. But nonetheless, he's been awesome. I, I'm curious to see that matchup between the veteran and the rookie. In the end, I'm going to, you know, it's this is in L.A. I'm going to take a chance and say that I think Stafford's going to be healthy and effective and the Rams pull off a sweep of the Seahawks. So I'm going to go with the Rams with the final score of um, 27-24. Well, like I said, this is a rematch from opening week where the Rams surprised Seattle. Obviously, both teams have gone different directions. The Rams have struggled with injuries and just haven't. They played a pretty tough schedule, to be honest with you. Why Seattle's been pretty much what we expected them to be a, a, a contending team, but not that team, not the elite team. So, obviously, this should be an interesting matchup. Stafford is back. Lots of desire there with uh, with Stafford. I mean, is he contend? Is he a threat? Can he win? Can he show show what he's capable of? I mean, obviously. You know, at this point in his career, he, he doesn't have much left to prove. You know, he got a lot out of that, that first year there, winning championship and all that, but he struggled with injuries ever since, and that's why he brought in Carson Wentz. We'll see if that works, if he even appears in a game. It's possible that that could happen. But obviously for Seattle, they know that they still have a chance to win this division with with, with how slippery the, the 49ers can, play, can be. But obviously, they can't look ahead. This is a matchup they just don't want to look ahead. Because if they look ahead, they won't win this game. And they could fall even further behind. So, I expect Seattle to, to give a, a, a strong effort. And I agree with you on the score, but disagree with you on the result. I think I'm, I think Seattle's going to find a way to hang on with, it, with a late field goal. And I take 27-24, but Seattle. Okay, okay. All right, one of my picks for the week, and boy, I need to get going with my betting picks. I, I had a really rough, I've had a really rough last several weeks betting, but that ends today. Miami is home. They're playing the Raiders, who are all of a sudden playing pretty good football here the last couple of weeks as they changed head coaches with Antonio Pierce. Obviously, Antonio Pierce brought them cigars and, and nice, nice treats after a game. But will that continue today as they play their first road game under under Antonio Pierce? But they're playing a, uh, one of the most dangerous teams in the AFC at home and one of the more dangerous offenses, obviously, and that's Miami. Miami's been unbelievable at home, over 40 points per game average, more than any other team. They're back home today, like I said. The Raiders, I mean, they're not an elite team. Nobody expects them to be an elite team, so that obviously gives the the possibility and the good opportunity there. But can the Raiders continue their their uh, impressive run with uh, with Pierce, or does Miami do what they always do at home, dominate with Tyree Kill and company? Critical matchup for both teams. Go ahead. All right. Well, yeah, like you said, Miami, um, when they're at home, they're good, man. 
they're they're eight and one this these last two years at home, um, and they're coming off a bye, so they've had time to rest, relax, get healthy. Devon A. Chain is is going to be playing. Who, you know, he's had an up and down year coming in the preseason. Well, at, in the draft anyway, he was a guy that highly explosive player coming in the draft, which he was one of my picks that I said every year I give you my uh, perfect player team fits. And I told you him to the Dolphins was the perfect fit for me. Ended up happening. Um, he was injured in the preseason, kind of fell down the, the depth chart. And then eventually, thanks to an injury injuries to other players, he got forced in the lineup and he was tearing up. And then he got injured again. But now he's back. So we'll see. I mean, he could he could he could go off today. The way he was playing earlier in the year, he was amazing. So we'll see what happens there. But uh I'm looking at uh, the Raiders here, man. They're playing tough. They're playing tough. They're 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 at least gonna be competitive in this game. Antonio Pierce has them rejuvenated. Two game winning streak, they're looking good. Um the biggest question mark with them is the quarterback position. I mean, they're starting Aiden O'Connell at quarterback. And while he's shown something, it's not like he's out there playing like C.J. Stroud, but he's shown something. But, uh, I mean, really, the, the Raiders' only chance in this game, they're obviously going to have to put up points because Miami's going to score. Um, their only chance is for O'Connell and Adams to hook up early and often. Uh, you look at last week, for example, three of the first four passes of the game went to Devontae Adams. Um, in total, he had 13 targets, six receptions for 86 yards, which was actually his highest total since week three. Uh, he's gonna have to get, They're going to need to get him the ball even more. They're going to have to target him at least 20 times if they even want a chance because they, they don't have much else on offense, man, and they're going to have to score, so... Somehow they got to get the ball into Devontae Adams' hands, and they got to do it a lot. In the end, they, I just don't think they have enough talent, but I do think with the way they're playing and how tough they're playing, I think it's going to be a competitive game, and they're going to sort of be like the Cardinals were early in the year where, you know, you, you think they're garbage, but they're just hanging in there until the end. So I know you got Miami picked, but I don't think they're going to cover. I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take Miami to win it, but I don't think they're going to cover this spread, man. I'm going to say the final score is going to be 34-26. Well, I know the Raiders have, have crowned new life here in the last couple of weeks since they changed coaches and changed a lot of things around. But obviously, they're going to Miami, one of the harder places to, to win at for a, road, for a road team over the last couple of years. And obviously, two has been unbelievable. Tyree Kill has been a unbelievable himself you know he's been explosive as hell and you know it's gonna be t difficult today i mean the raiders i mean they're a fun story or a cool story recently but let's be honest they're they're not that good a football team and you got a rookie quarterback and and he's just what he is you know he's not somebody special ain't o'connell like come on man <laughs> you know Devontae adams i read today wants out he wants out there's talks that the Jets might put a trade in a trade request for him in the offseason, obviously, to get back with it with Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers will be a part of our discussion here coming up. But obviously, this is a very tough, tough matchup for, for them. I just think that Miami, they can pretty much solidify a, a division title, or not really a division title, but they can win this 
division, knowing that they they do what they can at home the rest of the year, it's going to be very difficult for anybody to go down there and beat them. And the Raiders are not one of those teams. I'm sorry to say. Now, the spread is what thirteen and a half or thirteen. Yeah, but, something like that. But, and now it's fourteen. So it's obvious <laughs> that Vegas is seeing something. There, you know, it doesn't mean that Vegas is always right. Right, they're not. They're not. But at the end of the day, their home, they don't have their the value in their home team. And I just think that Miami at home is just you know. It's tough. It's going to be tough for anybody. I mean, and especially for the Raiders today. So, like I said, if they can't stop Tyreek Hill, it's going to be a really, really difficult day for, for the Raiders, especially defensively. So, I'm going to go with Miami and they cover, and the final score, forty-two to twenty-three. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to go to a an, an interesting matchup here next. Obviously, the Packers. They come off a tough loss again. Seems like it happens more often than not. And Jordan Love, you know, did not play well in the final few games and, and final few uh, minutes of the game against the, the Steelers. <laughs> now they have the now they have the Chargers coming, and obviously the Chargers are a team that you know they're on the they're like a lot of teams on the bubble of making the postseason, and they need this game very much. Green Bay's just this there. They're not really a playoff contending team at this point, but who knows? But critical matchup for both teams as they try to stay in the playoff race. But Chargers, though, they'll win today. Their chances of making the postseason goes even further, further into a into abyss. So a critical matchup for both of these two teams. You know, we'll we'll see what happens here today. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to waste a lot of time on this game. Um, I mean, the Packers are just a bad team. Jordan Love hasn't lived up to expectations. Um, and whether they play a good defense or a bad defense, that offense doesn't put up a lot of points. Now, their defense is solid, but this is a game where uh, 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 Justin Herbert and that Chargers offense should be able to drop 30. And uh, the, the Packers just don't have a chance, man. So I'm just going to give you the score. It's going to be 30-20. to 20. Chargers. Yeah, like I said, it's been it's been tough for uh, Jordan Love, but if they, but knowing history, if they stick stick to the plan, look on the bright side. Brett Favre's first year, Aaron Rodgers' first year there, they didn't make the playoffs at all. But obviously, unlike those two, they have shown they shown that they can be the franchise guy. When you look at when you look at uh, Jordan Love, we don't know that yet. But I still have a, I have faith in him. That he'll be a really good quarterback in this league. And the Green Bay just has to be, uh, you know, they have to take a year to to learn and adjust. I think he'll be better in the future. But obviously today they have a tough matchup with a Chargers team that's trying to make the playoffs, and they obviously need this game very much. It's an early game, so obviously that's that could be tough on them a little bit. But we'll see what happens. I think that Herbert will take care of business and they'll find a way. So I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. I think it's going to be tough for for Green Bay. Just think that their defense is just not going to be able to stop that that offensive expo- explosion. So I'm going to go with Chargers big, and the final score 37 to 22. Okay. All right, we're going to skip to the to the Sunday to the Sunday night game next, and obviously. 
these are two teams that all of a sudden are hot teams in the league right now. <laughs> Broncos have won their last three games, and obviously Russell Wilson has had Pro Bowl has had a Pro Bowl season to this point. You know, a, a, you know, a, uh, and we'll see what happens here. I mean, defensively, they've obviously have turned it around from what they were at the start of the season. They're a much tougher defense than they've been. They've shut down guys like Patrick Mahomes of all of all quarterbacks here recently. So Broncos find a way, but they're playing another hot team that's winners that has the longest winning streak in the league right now, Minnesota, winners of the last five. And they've transitioned from from Kirk Cousins to jo- to Joshua Dobbs, and it's worked perfectly. Jo- Dobbs has done a damn good job and has played very good football here last several weeks. So like I said, it's a critical matchup. Obviously, it, you know, for a Sunday night matchup, it may not have been maybe months ago. A, 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 it might have been a sucky matchup, but now it doesn't look as bad. Both teams are playing pretty good football, and it should be a fun matchup here tonight. So we'll see what happens. Go ahead. All right, yeah, like you said, man, both these teams are, are coming in hot, you know. Uh, Denver's on a three-game winning streak. <clears throat> and like you said, Russell Wilson – He's uh, rejuvenated his career after that horrible season he had last year. He's thrown 18 touchdowns and just four interceptions on the season. Over this three-game winning streak, he's thrown six touchdowns and zero interceptions. So Denver's uh, coming on strong. Obviously, Sean Payton, those first that first month of the season, everybody was questioning whether or not this guy had it anymore. But you know, he's the, he's the, he built this team in his in his vision, and they're starting to come together but they're going up against a minnesota team that's even that's on a on a on a bigger heater than they are they got they're on a five game winning streak and they're playing they're playing tough man uh they i mean they they obviously started that winning streak with kirk cousins and then when he got injured they made that trade for dobbs and the last two games josh dobbs is really have them playing at a ridiculous level man um He's 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 been awesome, and you know he's he's got four straight games with a rushing touchdown on top of the way that he's played as an actual quarterback, you know. So I mean he's dangerous with both both his legs and throwing the ball. Um, one thing that will hurt the team for probably one more week is Justin Jefferson is out, so that's not going to help. Obviously Denver, their pass defense isn't bad; it's their run defense that's awful, but. Uh, um, um, but yeah, Jefferson, if you were playing, that would help out, but they, they do still have some players, you know, Jordan Addison, uh, TJ Hawkinson. He leads the, the tight ends in the NFL with uh, 681 yards receiving. Um, so they got some players and this one was my pick, my other pick from Wednesday at the time, Minnesota was getting two. Now they're getting three. I think they not only cover, I think they win this game outright. It'll be a close one, but they win it. And I'm going to say the final score is going to be, I'm going to say 30 to 27. So this is one of your locks of the week? No, no, this was my pick from Wednesday. This one in Washington were my two picks from our Wednesday. Oh, this is not your lock of the week. All right. No, no. All right, well, looking at this matchup, obviously these are two teams with a lot of momentum. Obviously, Denver has played very good football, especially on defense. Of shockingly, this is the same defense they gave up seventy several <laughs> weeks ago. But 
they obviously clean that act up. They clean that up. That won't happen again. But obviously, it'll be interesting to see what happens here tonight. You're playing a hot Minnesota team that's been playing really good football here the last several, the last month or so, and obviously going through a transition. It was Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Now it's uh, Josh Jobs and T.J. Hawkinson. And you know, like I said, the cute story, the fun story. Minnesota has obviously been on the seat of their pants with a lot of their games that they played, kind of like the Eagles in a way. But this is going to be tough for them because you're going to an environment that's tough to play in, mile high, and this is a team that plays indoors. So it's an indoor team coming outside playing in a, in a, in a tough environment, and that's not easy. You know, I think it's tougher for indoor teams to come out and play than, than, than the outdoor teams when they go to a place like Denver. And that's going to be tough. But obviously with Denver, I think this is a matchup that that favors them. I think that this is going to continue the role here. I think that I think that Russell Wilson is going to have one of those pushback Seattle games. It's going to be vintage Russell Wilson, like 2016-2017 version, where he just strings the ball. They run the ball with Devontae Williams. And obviously Cortland Sutton, your boy, has one of those big games. Obviously, Sutton has struggled to be one of those elite quarterbacks that was desired when he came into the league originally, but obviously, that's one of uh, Wilson's favorite targets. So I expect a big a big, a big, big game out of him, and I just don't know if the Vikings can keep up in this matchup. This is going to be tough. I think that the fun the fun's going to end here. I just think that it is a tough environment, you know, tough for them, and from what I just said, I don't even know what the weather's going to be like because in Denver it could be 80 degrees at this time of the year. Or it could be 30 degrees at this time of the year. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but at this, at this point, no matter what it is, I think Denver has the, the advantage. So Broncos win and the final score 27-17. to 17. Okay. All right. So, so we will move on. Obviously, we'll move on to this matchup here. Uh, like I said, it's, you know, you could say this is my other team. Uh, no, it's not. But they did look like that team again last week. You have to, den- you can't deny what they did. You know, you know how this team can do it. The 49ers had a big, had a big comeback win on the road last week in Jacksonville against a contending team. Now they come home. They look like they're rejuvenated on both sides of the ball. They have a tough matchup here with uh, with Tampa Bay, with uh, with Baker Mayfield. This is another of my picks. But I'm going with both teams going to blow out here, whatever. We'll see. I don't know. I, don't, I have uh, – uh, look at this reunion. Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson. Who the hell saw that coming? Can't put them in the same room together. But anyway, uh, interesting matchup here. Obviously, the 49ers trying to get back in good graces. Obviously, the Eagles matchup is looming in a few weeks, and obviously, the Eagles have a tough schedule. So this is a match. So this is a game that they need to get back into the potential for home field advantage. But a critical matchup because Tampa Bay could be interesting. Go ahead. All right. Well, we got a number of games to talk about, and there's actual some de- actually some decent games, and this isn't one of them. So. I didn't write anything up. I'm not. I'm just giving you a score. San Francisco blows them out. I'm gonna say 38 to 16. 
Well, I mean, I know you don't have notes for all these games, but we still have to talk about them. I mean, yeah, the 49ers, they should win this game pretty comfortably. Obviously, Tampa is just, they are what they are. They're not a great offense, and their defense is whatever. I mean, I expect Curry to have a big game, and I expect Debo to have a big game, and McCaffrey to get back into the end zone. I know it's rough that they didn't get a touch. He didn't get a touchdown in, in that in that game of all games last week, but I expect I expect better results from them today, and things will do better and they'll find a way. So, yeah, I got the 49ers winning pretty comfortably too, with the final score forty-one to eighteen. Okay. All right, we're going to go to a, a an interesting matchup here late in the afternoon. This is the CBS. This is the Nance Robo matchup. And it's a critical one. It's a very critical one. It's obviously the the, Jet, the Jets trying to stay in the playoff mix. And a lot of rumors about Aaron Rodgers, a lot of rumors about him returning is starting to grow some steam. According to Jay Glazer of Fox Sports, he says he can return to practice in, in soon as two weeks, December 2nd, he claims. So I don't know what that means. I mean, I'm starting to wonder if it really was an Achilles injury that he had because you don't come back from an Achilles injury like that. You just don't. And I don't know what what the deal is. I mean, obviously, whatever injury he had, it's it's healing well enough that he be, he believes he can get back before the before the end of this regular season or even before the stretch. But obviously, for the Jets, they need to, they if they need to they need this game if they want to use Aaron Rodgers again. But obviously, we'll see what happens there. The Bills are reeling. Losers of three of their last four. Coming off a very tough loss on Monday night. Looking sloppy, looking bad. They lost to this Jets team to open the season earlier this year. So, a lot of critical, lot of critical matchups here for two struggling teams who need to get, get going if they want to make the playoffs or even win this division over Miami. So, uh, Interesting matchup here today with two teams trying to get their ass back where it's at. Go ahead. Yeah, well, we'll see about Rodgers. Obviously, he's not got no effect on this game, but, you know, he had, supposedly had some type of new surgery where it speeds up the recovery time, but maybe, it, you know, you you're, you might be open more open to getting re-injured. Um I don't know. I mean, he's only going to be in the league for another year at most. But um, when it comes to this game, man, this was my original lock of the week. Like I said, I got two. Thanks, because I, I just can't stomach that I picked the, the Redskins and, you know, the point spread. So I got two, but this was my original one. Um, you look at this one. Um, yeah, the Jets beat the Bills back in week one. Is also the game where... Aaron Rodgers got injured. Um, but as bad as the, the Bills haven't been good, we know that. But the Jets, they're, they're not good, man. They haven't, they've been terrible. <clears throat> they've gone <clears throat> 36 possessions without a touchdown. That's 11 quarters plus one overtime period. And, uh, yeah, their defense is good. Their pass defense, I should say, is good. But their run defense is not. They're 31st in the NFL against the run, one allowing 138.4 rushing yards per game. Um, and they're going up against a team in Buffalo that 
yeah, maybe Buffalo doesn't have a great running back, but they got a, a nice committee there. Plus, they have a quarterback in Josh Allen that makes plays with his legs. Um, and yeah, like you said, Buffalo, they've been they've been bad lately. They've lost four of their last six. Um, in those games, out Josh Allen has thrown seven interceptions and he's lost two fumbles. He's 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 something's off. Something's going going wrong with that team. Um, maybe Josh Allen is trying to do too much. Maybe it was the offensive coordinator. I mean, they fired Ken Dorsey, and uh, Joe Brady is now the offensive coordinator, and that's a guy that I've always liked and respected. Um, he was the offensive coordinator for LSU back when they had Burrow and Jefferson and Chase, and they won that national championship. Um, but the, the big thing with Buffalo lately, I mean, they, their, their defense coming in the year was really good, but they've had a lot of injuries on that defensive side of the ball, and it has dropped them in the rankings. Um, back in week five, their defense was ranked sixth in the NFL in total yards allowed, and they're now, they've now dropped to 17th. But I will say they're still sitting at fifth in the NFL in points per game allowed. So they're laying up a lot of yards, but they're still holding steady, playing more of a bend-but-don't-break defense. And in this one, I don't think they're going to have to bend at all because the Jets are awful. And we know Zach Wilson's a, a terrible bust of a quarterback. And in this one, the Bills are giving up seven and a half points. I think uh, I think that offense rebounds. I think you know Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. These guys are competitors. Uh, they, you know they saw their offensive coordinator get canned. They know what's what's happened lately. I think uh, I think it's going to be a wake up call. Just just like uh, you know like with the Raiders when they a couple weeks ago when they fired McDaniel's and Antonio Pierce came in and gave him some fresh uh, fresh uh, energy. I think it's going to be somewhat similar to that and. Uh, and uh, I'm going Buffalo to win this game. I got him covering the spread of seven and a half points. This is one of my locks of the week. Buffalo final score is going to be 27 to 10. Well, before I get to this matchup, it was re- it was revealed not only that apparently the love the love fest is back with Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson after 30 years, but apparently Jimmy's being inducted on December 30th into the Ring of Honor down there at Jerry World. So congratulations to him. You know, he deserves it because basically Jerry Jones wouldn't be shit without Jimmy Johnson. And that, that and that somehow revived Dallas Dynasty in the in the mid nineties. So nah, he should be thinking his things. I know he should be thinking his lucky stars there. Alright, sorry to get off topic there, but to this matchup, obviously both teams are struggling, but obviously I mean, it's hard to figure out who's struggling worse. Obviously, we know about the Jets. We know about their offense. It's bad. Their offensive line is bad. And obviously, the quarterback sucks. But obviously, they know that Aaron Rodgers is allegedly, to them, is coming back soon. And if that's the case, then they can get going. But how many losses before they get going that they'll be out commission? Buffalo needs a, needs a game to get back in this because... They have a big matchup next week in Philly, and to me, if they don't win this, I, I'm be honest with you, Matt. If Buffalo loses today, they're not making the playoffs because they're not beating the Eagles next week. And at the end of the day, I just, I just don't know what's going on, what's gone wrong with this team. I mean, I know there's been injuries and a lot of other things going on, but Josh Allen is not the same Josh Allen he once was. 
throwing stupid interceptions, fumbling the ball, teams fumbling the ball. Last Monday night was so sloppy and terrible. At the end of the day, it's almost like I, I would, if I'm a Bills fan, I would want a refund on my tickets. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. And now you're playing the Jets, who, you know, you should easily beat them because, one, their defense is, you know, one, their offense is horrendous. Their quarterback sucks. You should easily beat you should easily beat that that quarterback or so-called quarterback. I mean, at the end of the day, Buffalo needs to get back into into this. And if they, like I said, if they don't win today, then they will not be in the postseason. I'm going to be real honest. So, this is a must-win for both teams, obviously. But Buffalo needs it more. I have a feeling that Buffalo is going to struggle again because the Jets' defense is obviously the reason why they're still relevant. But I'm going to go with Buffalo in a slugfest, an absolute slugfest. And I'm going to go with the final score, 20 to 16. All right. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, man. But, yeah, dude, I'm, I don't know about your claim that the, the Eagles are just going to walk all over them, man. This, I, I'm, well, I don't think they're going to walk this... over them, but they're, they're going to beat them. Um, I, I just don't see where the Bills, how good – I mean, this Bills team is—they—they're really. Well, they're not—they're they're not playing good or anything, but they got talent. And this, uh, to me, this—it's a—it's tra- a classic trap game, man. I've got a. Yeah. I've got a. All right. Well. well hey, hold we'll on see. a second, man. Hold on a second. Hey, you there, man? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, I'm sorry, I got people knocking on my door in the middle of talking. Sorry. Yeah, you're a popular guy down there in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, but uh, all right. So we're we got just under ten minutes in two games. So all right, well we'll we'll speed it up. <laughs> Obviously, the big matchup here today that's about to kick off here: Steelers and Browns. Like the Bengals, they just lost their starting quarterback for the season to Sean Watson. His shoulder finally popped, finally gave up on him, and he's out. They're starting the rookie Dorian Thompson-Robinson from UCLA, his second career start. Obviously, the Steelers, who have to this point of the year, has been outgained by every opponent they have played, but somehow has beaten them six of those nine matchups. Could it be the same again today, or can the Steelers actually go out and win? they looking for the sweep against the Browns, but this will be difficult playing in Cleveland today. But a critical matchup. Go ahead. All right. Well, since we got a big Eagles game to talk about, I'm this this is my other lock of the week, but I don't want to spend too much time talking about it. So, um, bottom line, this is, when we talked on Wednesday, when we do talk on Wednesdays, I always put my lock of the week together like Wednesday morning usually. Or not my lock, my two picks. 
And then I didn't even think about it later in the day, but obviously I, I mentioned, I, I, was, I, th I broke the news to you guys that Deshaun Watson was out and they were starting Dorian Thompson Robinson. And I didn't even think about changing one of my picks. But the bottom line, Pittsburgh is getting two points here. And uh, as good as that Cleveland defense is, all I'm going to say is Dorian Thompson Robinson, man. It's not, not even P.J. Walker. Robin, this guy's playing quarterback. So I'm taking the Steelers to cover, to win outright. Pittsburgh in a, in a low-scoring game, 16-13. Yeah, I don't know why they're going against P.J. Walker. He's won a couple of games for them this year. So I don't know why, why they decided to go with the rookie. But they obviously are invested in him. So we'll see if this works or not. But they're playing a tough Pittsburgh Steelers defense, and why the reason why the Steelers are in the hunt to win, to win this division, and go far. Uh, I won't go into it because we have to talk about the Eagles Chiefs matchup. So I'm going to go give you a score: Pittsburgh wins, and the final score twenty to seventeen. Okay. All right. We 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 have the big one, and this is my game of the week. It's also the Monday night game, so it's the game of the week all around. It's a big Monday night game, Buck, Aikman, Kelsey Brothers, Taylor Swift's parents will be there. It's a big, big matchup. It's the Super Bowl rematch. Super Bowl. Think about it. Eagles and Chiefs. They met in February. The Chiefs took the took the championship from them. And now everything looks good. Everything looks great for them. Eagles, they're they've been rolling. They're still playing great. Eight and one, but they are in a critical stretch. They're coming off. Both teams are coming off of buys, but this is a critical stretch for the Eagles. They're playing nothing but playoff teams and winning records for the next five weeks. So a critical matchup here to get off to a strong start. Eagles Chiefs Monday night big matchup. Go ahead. All right. Well, this is the big one, man. Revenge game for the Eagles after that bullshit Super Bowl, but. Um... I mean, it's the two best records in, in the conference, in each conference, you know? Two teams with the best record. Um, one thing with this one is, obviously, every time we uh, face the Chiefs anymore, we have to talk about Andy Reid. Um, and this, this one is actually a big game for him because if they win this, he becomes the winningest coach in Chiefs history, which he's also the winningest coach in Eagles history. So that would make him the only coach in NFL history to have to have that record for two teams. Um, he's also, as we know, he is great after a bye week. His career record is thirty-six and one after a bye. Um, and and the, the KC, we know with Mahomes, they they do they, they're tough to put away. And this year has been no different. They've been four and one in games decided by 10 points or less. So, you know, a lot of times in close games, Mahomes does come up big. But we have a quarterback, too, that comes up big in Jalen Hurts. And uh, and uh, one thing I'll say, man, I mean, we, we've, we've talked about the Eagles. We know all about the Eagles. Um, Jalen Hurts, he's been very good. He's been an MVP caliber level. Um, it's really between him and Lamar Jackson right now, but he has turned the ball over a lot. But Mahomes has also been turning the ball over a lot this year. He's, it, we're halfway through the year. He has eight interceptions, and he has just 17 touchdown passes, which for him is, is low. 
So we know that KC offense hasn't been as explosive as it has been in years past or even last year. Um, and with our pass defense being suspect, I think that's going to play in our hands. And Travis Kelsey, by the way, I think he's got too much Taylor Swift on the mind because he hasn't been playing up to his, his normal level either. Um, with, and with the Eagles, with, with Nakobe Dean out, who he's been bad in pass coverage, I think that's going to help the Eagles with their ability to cover the tight end. Plus, Kevin Bayard is now should be fully integrated to this defense. I, I expect him to be all on Travis Kelsey pretty much all game. Um, but the bottom line, this is a big-time revenge game for the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles here in a, in, in a higher-scoring, close game. So Philly wins, final score, 31-27. Yeah, I'll make this very quick. I just think the Eagles are going to win this game. I just think that as good as the Chiefs are, offensively they're struggling. If you take uh, Kelsey out of the game, who's going to beat them? They don't have any receivers. Sky Moore, give me a break. They're just not good enough. Defensively, yeah, Kansas City's been good this year. And they'll give, you know, hurt some problems, but... Like I said, I think if they if they can't stop AJ Brown, then they're not going to be able to stop anybody. And I think Julio Jones will do a good job in uh, playing a, a retrospect tight end in Dallas Garth's place here. So I think the Eagles are going to win this game. I really do. Even though it's going to be a battle, it's going to be tough. This is a this is a game that should win. They're going to find a way to win. So Eagles win. Final score twenty nine to twenty four. Okay. Yeah, that's something I I forgot to mention too. Was yeah, just. Uh... I think this KC defense has really been what's been winning them games, and uh, the Eagles' offense, though, this isn't—they're not going up against. This isn't the Chargers. This isn't the the, the Raiders. You know, the Eagles' are all offense is going to put up points, and I just don't think that uh, that, that the Chiefs have the explosiveness that they they normally have to keep up. No, not not, not this year. Uh... All, like I said, intriguing matchup was Kwame's with Bengals and Ravens, so that's already gone. This is also uh, for the fantasy deal. This is Giants matchup, and then Jacksonville is the matchup for manager special for Ken. That's all we have for this week. We'll be back in our normal time in our normal situations on Wednesday. It's our Thanksgiving preview episode of the Look Back. You have to preview four games, four, and we'll look back on the Eagles game and see what else is going on in the league. So that's all we have for this episode. And enjoy the games, and we'll talk to you all Wednesday. Yeah, man.